0: Bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of Sunday voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle Kingdeals zijn
1: maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. Woo! So, podcast time. Apologies that we're a day late, but it's Christmas. We're all over the place, aren't we? Some people are here, some people are not. <laughs> yes, it's... Uh, uh... And it and it's it feels like that in football as well, doesn't it? Does, it? It's, isn't it? It's, it's,
0: it's, a, it's an up in the air time. Um, it's strangely
1: chaotic at it, the moment, isn't it? It
0: is a lot of uncertainty around the place, not only at, in and around Plainmoor, but uh, in other parts as well. And we'll touch on, on yes, that we will with, uh, with a, a, a a talky sun uh, hitting uh, uh, the dust at uh, at Swansea City and Gary yeah. but We'll have a chat about that. What in a, a bad move that was, oh, by the way, dreadful. by
1: Swansea City Football Club. But we'll come back to that one. Um, at Torquay United, um, very interesting uh, stuff in the paper this week, David, about Norman Smirthwaite. Well, thank you. <laughs> I hope the readers found it
0: uh, similar. Um, yeah, this, this, is, this is a, a man who's, who's been sort of linked with a possible move uh, to Torquay and a purchase of the club uh, for a little while behind the scenes. And um, uh, he duly turned up last Saturday, mm. which sort of opened the whole thing up. Uh, uh, to watch the game against uh, Wrexham last Saturday, uh, and I don't think there's any doubt he, he hasn't uh, chosen to sort of uh, or sought to deny that his interest in yes. the club. Who, um, who the is trouble he is, he's he's yeah. he's, uh, he's the chairman and owner of Port Vale, um, and has been for three years now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a he's comes from Coventry area originally. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 Made an awful lot of money in uh, real estate, and uh, he had estate agencies, and and he was bought out about I think it's about ten years ago now. Um, the Halifax, I think, bought him. Yeah. Um. And he's quite a wealthy man, and and uh, ended up owning Port Vale. Uh, he he always says by accident, <laughs> a, a, a partner bought them and then uh, left him with them. And anyway, he's got stuck in there. He took them from the second uh, league two to league one. And um. But he and his wife have always had a, uh, a hankering for uh, moving down here and retiring down here, which I think is something they they yeah. you know, uh, fancy doing. Uh, he has property in Exeter and in Torbay, um, and uh, he turned up last Saturday. He he's obviously clearly tried to help the club this season with the mm. loans of Nathan Smith and Achille yeah. Campion. Achille Campion, who Campion's gone back now, of course, but but Nathan Smith is still here to the end of the season. Um, but the problem is that although uh, um, I'm given to understand that uh, um, earlier in the year um, uh, this isn't the first time by the way he sort of made approaches for the club mm. um, uh, 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 the earlier in the year I think he even sort of ran it past the football league look if I if I if I have you know if I still technically own Port Vale what would your attitude be of a, a purchase and I think the league sort of said well look if you have a deal for per, for for, yeah. for Port Vale ongoing um, uh, you know, we would, you know, look reasonably favourably on that. But unfortunately, at the moment, I don't think he has a buyer for Port Vale. And his, you know, as he was saying in the paper on Wednesday, um, you know, that's not possible at the moment for him to to buy United. Which, uh, and uh, I suppose the shame of him is, I I think just to give people a bit of a taste of him, uh, he's. I think there's a bit of the Mike Bateson about him. Um okay. you know, he hasn't got a
1: parrot and a ventriloquist no, or anything it, like No,
0: he certainly hasn't. But but, you know, he, he runs a very tight ship. Yeah. Uh, but he is a wealthy man and he is prepared to put his money where his mouth is, which of course is <laughs> what talk United desperately need at the moment. Um so if that doesn't happen, it's it's a you know, I think that's a shame because the club needs an injection of that yeah. kind of not only money, but also that kind of you know, football league experience and expertise yeah. and contacts. and It and, can only go
1: well, can't it, if that comes up. Well, off, you'd surely. have thought
0: so from yeah. where the club is at the moment. Uh, um, uh, I think he calls a spade a shovel, you know, from what I'm given to understand. But maybe that's not a bad thing either. Um, uh, but as we, as we speak, uh, uh, my understanding is that that doesn't look as if it's going to happen. At least not now. Uh, okay. uh, now who knows what might happen a little bit further down the road.
1: Because we're, we're heading towards a crucial period in the season yeah, for all sorts of reasons, aren't we? January's transfer window. Yes.
0: I don't think it's an accident that, mm. that, that uh, the current uncertainty over the ownership of the club and, and, and over the current regime and what may happen is happening at this time of year. First of all, the financial pressures grow and grow and grow, yeah. and it's not the fault of the current regime that, that you know, these sums aren't adding up and they're under increasing pressure. And secondly, from the football point of view, you're approaching the January window now. United are where they are for a reason, presumably, Um, and uh, um, you know they're going to need some strengthening in January if they can possibly do it. And and it's uh, you know we're here for a reason, aren't we? And and um, uh, uh, both off the field with the ownership issues and on it with uh, uh, you know whoever is running the club in the new year. You know, will need presumably to try and give Kevin Nicholson uh, a bit of clout to try yeah. and strengthen the strengthen the squad. Because you presume uh, and at the that moment. The, yeah. Because at the moment, all he's been able to do is, you know, with all due respect to the Ben Gerings and the Sean Finches and and um, you know uh, Andre Wright, who's costing very little money from West Brom on yeah. loan. You know, that's the sort of market he's been able to 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 go in. Um, uh, uh, and uh, you know, okay, they 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 you know certainly right. I think is helping at the moment, um, and we, we'll see what roles the other two can play. But I think most supporters would their opinion would be: well, we need a bit more clout than that at the moment. We need some
1: experience, don't we?
0: That's it. And Kevin's yeah. been saying that over and over again privately. Mm. Um, they've got a big squad um, yeah. of players, uh, uh, and uh, you know, you can question the you know the thinking behind that. Um, uh, obviously, you know we'll, we'll come to him in a minute. But you know, one player has left this week. Yeah. Um, but there are an awful lot of players around the club still. Um, one or two out on loan now, of course. But um, uh, you're right. It, they need, you know, a, a couple of seriously yeah. more experienced players. You'd have thought.
1: Because you could see it in the game against Wrexham last weekend. I mean, we. It, it, as you said yourself, it had nil-nil nailed all over it, didn't it? But just neither side could find that crucial breakthrough. No, and all. I didn't.
0: Either, I d- I d- I don't think either side looked like no. finding it, which was OK in the circumstances. It wasn't a disaster. If you'd offered United a goalless draw before the game, they'd probably have said, well, In those Wrexham, conditions, you might In those right. conditions. Yeah. Wrexham's second-top scorers in the league as they went into the game. Um, United have got on an awful defensive record. All right clean sheet at Braintree uh, mm-hmm. after a fairly lively first 20 minutes. Um, um, and you'd have thought, OK, well, in a howling gale, blowing down the pitch, United haven't scored with it before half-time. Uh, a Wrexham's manager, Gary Mills, indicated afterwards that um, they were pretty pleased that it was 0-0 at half-time. Yeah. Um, uh, and I think we all looked at ourselves in the press box, e- at each other in the press box, and we say, look... Oh no! Not one. Mis- this isn't a one-mistake match, is and it? it was, wasn't it? And yeah. and it, it, it's you know you hope they're going to make the mistake rather than us. And in the end, uh, uh, you know, Darrell Berry's misheader header. Yeah. Um, well, like,
1: and and a, a, a misfired corner at the other end well, that yeah. led us down there.
0: Well, that's right. Yeah. Um, and, and and you know those things decide matches like yeah. that. And yeah. and and uh, Kevin Nicholson was very quick afterwards, and with with. You know, justification to say that you know Darrell Berry shouldn't beat himself up too much about it. He played quite well anyway, yeah. um, and the win may well have caught. He's not the biggest, is he? Yeah. Uh, you know, he's not no. six foot two on uh, on the near
1: post. It was swirling around a yeah, bit. Yeah, that's it? right, and
0: it skimmed off his head. And instead of heading it away, which he intended, it went straight across the goal mouth, and their guy, yeah. you know, poked it over the line. So, um, but that's
1: just the kind of game, isn't it? That an experienced midfield player, or even better, an experienced striker. The, the names we keep coming back to, but a player like a Matt Reed. Yeah. Would just have taken control of that game.
0: Yeah, yeah, you you, you, you just want um, a bit more know-how in the team. Yeah, and 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 it's down to character. It's down to the to to. I th- somebody mentioned the other day that that United are one of the quietest teams in the league. Yeah, uh, and you know, and whilst you can you can end up shouting sweet nothings if you're not careful out, out on a football pitch. You know you, you, they are a quietish team, yeah. and you only get to change that with a few more vocal and that usually goes into the territory experienced players doesn 't it and uh, it does um, uh, you, you, you think well, uh, United could almost certainly do with one of those i don 't think the back four is the worst in the world Nothing. Um, no. uh, um, you know Dan Labiham is a promising young goalkeeper you know he 's holding that spot down okay. I, thought, I think we all thought Nathan Smith was terrific last Saturday yep. uh, in front of his club chairman. <laughs> um, Angus Macdonald, I thought, played well. The two full-backs were, were OK. But going forward, we just. I think there is a concern that United don't have enough invention. It, and, it peters and out, doesn't it? It, it does. Um, With the best will in the world. It, it does, unfortunately. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, things, things need to change for United to get out of this.
1: Indeed. We'll return to that in the second half. We'll also look ahead to the FA Trophy game at the weekend and we'll have a little chat about Gary Monk.